0: In just 32 days, Borough have gone from being rock bottom in the championship to 7th just outside the playoffs on goal difference. Unbelievable. As the Euroblind curls one in. What is up guys, welcome to another episode of Project Borough and we are here to talk about a 7th successive win in all competitions and a 6th successive win in the championship. Borough went to Caro Road and come away with all 3 points, winning by 2 goals to 1 with goals from Sam Greenwood and Sammy Silvera. And that has us currently in the championship just outside of the playoffs on goal difference level with Cardiff and West Brom. It is worth noting Southampton have played a game fewer and even Bristol City and Birmingham are within touching distance. Maybe Hull as well, given goal difference. So, there's still half of the championship games to play tomorrow, but as it stands, Middlesbrough... I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible that following that Sheffield Wednesday draw on the 19th, the 19th of September, we drew one all against Sheffield Wednesday. And what was one of the worst games I've ever seen from Borough, and it looked dire. And I remember looking at them fixtures and saying, if we don't get more than a win here, Carrick could be gone. Fast forward 32 days... We've won every single one of them and were suddenly in the playoff mix. Absolutely incredible. I, I, I would never have even if you'd have asked me six weeks ago, five weeks ago, just over four weeks ago, if you'd have asked me or said to me, you know, when do you think Borough might be back in the playoff picture? I would never have said even before Christmas. We're not even at the end of October yet, and it's it's incredible that honestly how quickly things can change in football. But I am on cloud nine right now. Only Borough and Leicester are on a run as good as this right now. And all I can say, long may it continue. Swin so at the game, then Borough did come into the game with quite a few uh, first team players missing. Um, when you actually look at the team, and we go back to you know where we were a few weeks ago when we were saying no, nope, we need to start the tried and tested. The new boys, you know, are going to need bedding in and that. This was a squad that was without Daryl Ennehan, because he's ill. Marcus Force was out. We've obviously got Lewis O'Brien, who's out. Latin Lath was ill. McGree, of course, Riley McGree, maybe our best player. So we've got five players who could quite easily be starters in the first team, out completely. And yet we've got a side here who are delivering fantastic performances, playing the style of football that we were so... Synonymous with last season, and more impressively than anything, for all of how Borough have been a goal-scoring force under Michael Carrick, and by the way, today, on the 24th of October, is one year to the day since Carrick became manager, so happy Michael Carrick Day, everyone! But the most impressive thing is actually how good we've been defensively. We look so much more reassured and solid at the back, and would have had another clean sheet here if it wasn't for an absolute worldie from Jonathan Rowe in the 99th minute so into the game now i must admit the first half was an interesting one because it took us a while to settle into this game i thought norwich started the much better of the two sides we couldn't really get a grip of the game at all in the the early stages they were much better on the ball i don't know if they were laying traps in midfield or they were just pressing really well or timing their press really well but I mean, you can see by the momentum here, you're going all the way up to the 20th minute before Burra had any sort of sustained pressure. Because Norwich were just, they had us pinned in our own half in that first 20 minutes. And every time we try and play the ball through, from the back into midfield, they'd be pouncing on our midfielders, winning the ball back, and they'd be in our final third. And we barely offered anything in that first 20 minutes. It took us a long time to settle. And it wasn't like a storm that we weathered, essentially, because Norwich didn't have that many chances. But it took us a while to get into the stroke of the game. And that might have been Norwich's period where... They could have maybe struck and got an opening goal, but we eventually did get our grasp on the game, and we started to dictate it as the first half went on, and it was a first half that was lacking in quality, you know, I wouldn't say either side did particularly well keeping the ball, I wouldn't say either side created anything were particularly menacing, and we went in at nil nil. and it was a game which was lacking quality, and I felt that Borough looked more solid than Norwich in that first half. I'd say both sides equally were a little bit disjointed in the you know, in possession. But if one side looked a little bit more wobbly at the back, it was Norwich. And it was a case of which side could go up a gear in the second half whoever could just find that extra little bit of intensity that little bit more pace with with the ball that cutting edge would have probably took the lead in this game and that changes it so it was on a bit of a knife edge going into the second half I'm not going to lie we come back into it but it was very much an equal first half and then suddenly Borough receive a gift within a minute of the second half starting I, I don't know if it I can't recall who it was from the Norwich City, it might have been their left back whose pocket was picked by Isaiah Jones and from there on in, I mean Jones plays into hackney who does so well to get the ball away from their defender, plays in Josh Corburn and it was great composure from Josh to cut inside and play it to Sam Greenwood who finished within a minute of the second half and it's You know, either side of of half-time is the worst time to concede because it either absolutely screws up your team talk for the the half-time period or it makes the half-time team talk you've just given completely irrelevant and invalid because Norwich had went from being in the game without either side being that great to then being one down like that and it sparked Borough into life and we had a really good spell after that where we could have made it to, we could have you know, had more. It is worth saying, not too long after, Norwich did hit the bar with one of their few very slick attacking moves. That's what they were capable of when they got it right, but too many times passes would go astray or touches were heavy or whatever. But the one time they got it right, they really posed a threat and yeah, hit the bar with a really good opportunity. But then equally at the other end, Borough had a fantastic chance with Matt Crooks forcing a good save out of the Norwich keeper so it was a narrow lead for Borough and to be fair after after the first 10 to 15 minutes of the second half I don't know what it was but we just whether we got a bit leggy whether we got a little bit comfortable I don't know what it was but we let Norwich back in a bit in that second half and it was pretty much from the hour mark onwards the final half an hour was I wouldn't say prolonged pressure from Norwich. I did tweet saying that Borough are going to have to try and weather this storm and a Norwich fan actually replied to me and said more like a a, a brisk breeze. And he might have been right when he said that, but Norwich having a lot of possession and they were spending a lot of time in Borough's half without really causing De Yang many problems you know they'd have a couple of shots from miles out which would fly over the bar maybe making the wrong decision they had a couple of corners I think there were a couple of half chances where things got a little bit sketchy but they didn't really put Borough under severe pressure we were just kind of sitting back and allowing them to keep the ball and allowing them to to dictate. And we we weren't really showing much composure. Whenever we would get the ball back, we would lose it. We would just hoof it. And it was getting a little bit anxious, uh, a little bit frustrating in that second half. I just felt like Borough were just getting a little bit too lacklustre, a little bit too comfortable and a little bit too naive. And I felt like... There was a real possibility that Norwich could get themselves a goal, and Burrow were kind of allowing them back into the game a little bit. And I was just desperate for Carrick to make some substitutions. And finally, on the eighty third minute, he did, and a few of them would be absolutely crucial because when the nine minutes went up and it said nine minutes added on, honestly, my heart absolutely sunk. It was like this for the whole second half. I just, I just felt a Norwich goal was coming, and I just, I was just wanting to grab all of Borough and say. Wake up! You you do realize you're only one nil up here, and you're just allowing Norwich to have all of the ball, and they could create something at any any point. I just wanted to shake them and and wake them up, and then out of the blue, after some like I say sustained Norwich pressure for a very large period, the ball is hoofed up the other end. It's it, it, Norwich allow it to bounce. I think Rogers may have got a touch or or helped you know shield it away from the defender. And then Sammy Silvera, who has had such a difficult start at Borough, picked up the ball on the edge of the area and placed it beautifully into the bottom corner. And listen, as I said at the start of the season, we probably tried dropping too many of the new boys straight in and because we weren't playing well, probably because there was too many new players getting used to a new system at once their confidence took a real hit and in the early days you know sammy missed a sitter against Huddersfield. he missed a sitter against coventry his confidence was taking a hit and i really felt like he just needed that moment and he's been getting better coming off the bench he's done much better making an impact off the bench rather than starting the games he has previously and i was just so chuffed to see him put that in the corner i i've not been as happy to see a player score in a long time and the pictures of him after he scored he looked so happy and the players looked so happy for him it felt like a real moment and a moment that he needed and not only a moment he needed a moment burr needed because you know it was sketchy but the relief when that second goal went in was huge that two goal gap right at the start of stoppage time just gave us that cushion because i don't think i could have sat and coped for 9 whole minutes of stoppage time without either chewing my fingers off going fully grey or maybe even bald, and just having a full-on heart attack or an anxiety attack or something, because it was just so nervy. And still managed to make it a little nervy at the end, and to be fair, this was right at the end of stoppage time so I kind of didn't expect Norwich to have another opportunity after that even though the referee did play to the 100th minute and did allow another minute to go after this and it was still very very nervy but I still found a way to make it difficult at the very end but Jonathan Raw, who of course had that immense uh, you know first five or six games where he scored I think in every every game he scored five in his first five he looks like a really really good youngster he looked really bright and was probably their best player scored an absolute screamer in the end of the game, in the very, very depth of stoppage time, and I was gutted for Dieng because it was another clean sheet and the defence, I think, had still done really, really well, and we've just been undone by another absolute screamer, and we've had so many screamers scored against us this season, but if we'd have not got that second goal, if Silvera hadn't have scored, that may have been a late, dramatic equaliser that would have ripped the hearts out of us Borough fans, but luckily we got the second. Crucially, to give us that cushion and we come out of it 2-1 winners so looking at the team it was a similar side to the one that played at the weekend more so we had notable absentees who may or may not have been on the bench vandenberg did come in for tommy smith who was injured at the weekend and johnny house come back in to replace Barlasser. and you know as for the team i i wouldn't say we had the same level of composure and control as we have done in recent games but I still thought we had spells where we were extremely impressive. And as I've mentioned, I just feel a lot more calm with Burroughs' backline now. You know, there was a period at the start of the season where we looked like we would crumble whenever a team would run at our back four and we're in our final third. Whereas now, I feel so calm and relaxed when we're defending from anywhere against anyone, and although Dieng only got a 6.8 on foot mob, you know, he didn't have to make many saves. I thought Seni did pretty well. He was calm on the ball, was unlucky not to get his clean sheet, and the back four did great. Rav Vandenberg, I think, he he was a little bit careless in possession at times, but I think defensively did a pretty good job. Fry and McNair did really well too. I think McNair deserves a little bit of praise. I mean, he's He's come in for Lenehan, who was a mainstay in the side, and I think McNair's form's gone under the radar. You know, he's partnered really well with Paddy McNair, not looked out of place, and I dare say might have made might make it a little bit more difficult for Lenehan to get straight in the back of this team, which I would never have thought of, you know, beforehand. I would have thought Lenihan was a dead cert, but McNair's making that. You know, make Carrick think about that potentially. And Lucas Engel, another wonderful game from him. You know, just like I look at Borough's form since that Sheffield Wednesday draw, and I'm just absolutely perplexed by how well we've done since. The same can be said for Lucas Engel. I mean, he looked lost when he first came in, and now he looks incredible. Going forward, he's got a mean shot on him, his cross and his deliveries wonderful, and defensively, he's been fantastic, he looks the full package for me, I don't know where it's come from but Lucas Engel once again proving his worth and justifying his signing midfield I thought did really well, once again I think they found it tough to start with with how Norwich started the game but I think they did really well, Howson actually got man of the match on foot more, but him and Hackney I think both did exceptionally well and the front four did well too I think Isaiah Jones posed a threat at times Crooks did what he's done a lot recently, he was effective in that number 10, he kept the ball really well retained possession, brought others into play, wasn't as creative but I still think was very effective and Sam Greenwood did really well, he was probably one of the few players who wasn't that effective at the weekend but he was great today and yeah, got his goal and did really really well and Josh Corburn had a better game too, he's been a hot topic amongst Borough fans recently, Josh Corburn and I, I'm not exactly that sure why I think you know he's, he's a young lad, he's going to have good games, he's going to have bad games he did better, I thought, tonight, you know, he, he didn't really have much, didn't have, didn't create much of a threat in front of goal, that all come from behind him, but his touch was better, his hold-up play was better, and I thought he, he made a, more of a difference up front than what he did at the weekend, so, you know, we've got to expect it when we've got Josh Coburn in, he's not going to be great every week, and I thought he had a pretty good game tonight, if I'm honest, and then as for the subs, I think they all did pretty well, despite them all coming on ridiculously late, obviously I'm so happy for Silvera that he got his first goal, I thought Bangura did well when he came on for Engel, didn't have much time to do much, great to see Steele come back for the first time this season and Barlasa come on as well, but yeah you know, you look at the momentum, that's what I mean it was all Norwich, all second half without doing too much damage um, but that second half, that second goal for Borough it was absolutely crucial and this is what I mean about Nor- Norwich's possession without doing much with it. They had more of the ball than Borough, which not many teams can say. That was mostly the second half, if I'm honest, but they, they had an XG of 0.5. That really says it all. I mean, Jonathan Rose's screamer was an XG of 0.02, which is crazy. They only mustered 13 shots, but only two were on target, whereas Borough had an XG of 1.1, 19 shots and eight on target, so we're still you know, more than creating enough to win these games. But this is what I mean about the first half. I think they had more accurate passes than us. We weren't quite at it in possession tonight, but we still found a way to win. So as I mentioned, the table is really good reading for Borough. I can't quite believe it, to be honest with you, where we are, you know, winning, <laughs> winning six games in a row. I mean, literally, that read seven games played... Two, you know, no wins, two draws, five defeats, and now we've just slapped six wins on there, goal differences back in the green, and we've had six straight wins, it's, it's incredible, and with Stoke coming up at home on Saturday, Stoke of course have been up, they've been down, I'd like to expect us to get a result there at home on, on Saturday, you know, Borough could well be in the playoffs by this weekend, which is absolutely amazing, unbelievable I just can't think of the the objectives to describe this turnaround but you know what should we be surprised we saw this last season when Carrick first come in we went on that unbelievable run hopefully we've managed to rectify our issues a bit earlier this season and if we can get to January strengthened again who knows where we'll end up as there is still a hell of a long t- a hell of a long way to go this season but that's my thoughts on this performance not the greatest in terms of a full 90 minutes but we had good spells. And when we had good spells, we made them count and continued to defend really well and limit the opposition to huge chances and you know you you know what when you look back at them early games when we were getting beat and we were out xging the other sides, and you know we were doing everything right, but the results just weren't going our way, and we were fifth for expected points and you're sat there thinking, how the hell have we not won a game yet with all of these stats seemingly and the data being in our favor? It's it's leveling out now and and the data and the proof and everything Carrick said in the early days, you know when he kept saying in them early press conferences, I'm seeing positives, things will turn around, we're doing the right things and fans were you know understandably skeptical. It's all there for everyone to see now and the table is starting to reflect that too. So, let the good times roll on here at the Riverside. I'll be back at the weekend for the next episode of Project Borough to review our game which is hopefully another win at home to Stoke City of course between now and then I'll be doing another roundup after tomorrow night's fixtures are done of the Championship Round 13 predicting the weekend's results and if you're a fan of something different and you're a fan of gaming content I am doing a Middlesbrough FM save currently on the FM24 beta where I am the manager of the Borough and I'm doing an alright job too to be fair so check that out if you haven't already but until next time if you've enjoyed this video hit the like button subscribe for more leave me a comment below with your thoughts whether you're a Borough fan a Norwich fan or any other fan of any other football club and until next time take care guys see you all next time up the Borough